especially when 2021 had started and I was just looking about what I had accomplished and you would think that it would be like tiny little things like I got through my junior year I didn't have to take the SAT um but mostly I was thinking I legit made it another year of life because it's actually around the anniversary of the time where I almost committed suicide what's up queens it's Jonas, and today we're going to be talking about surviving mental health in 2021 and what that means and overall just how to get through it what's up guys it's Jonas, and today we're going to be talking about okay so mental health has always been a tricky thing for me honestly i've had my ups and downs with it especially in this year with the pandemic i started to lose hope in the world myself relationships with others and so much more because i just felt like i was trapped in this box and not being able to live my life because I believe when the pandemic had first started, I was in my junior year of high school and I had just got my first job. I was doing so many different things. I had a plan to accomplish goals like 2020 was supposed to be my year. Okay, what's up queen? So I wanted to refilm this part because I felt like if I'm going to represent authenticity, I should at least speak my full truth. And I felt like that I didn't with the last recording of this. So yeah. Um, are we really about to talk about suicidal thoughts and depression, honestly? Uh, yeah, I had those thoughts for a very long time because 2020 and even years before that, but mental health in general for me has been, yes, a tricky thing, but it's had more of its downs than highs because every time I felt like I've had the epitome of having a good, very good day, it's always something that comes over that like a dark cloud and just tramples it to the point where I'm back to being depressed and back to feeling like I'm not good enough. So um, 2020 for me, I was doing a lot already. And on top of that, I was trying to start a business and it was just emotionally draining. It was physically draining. I would go day to day of just feeling like I was trapped in this box of not being able to express myself or do anything out of what I actually needed to do. And you would think that when the pandemic had started that I would be able to resonate with those thoughts. And trust me, I did resonate, but it just meant that I couldn't express to anybody because I'm my only child and I need social interactions to basically be stable. And it's kind of a double-edged sword. A lot of things in my life are like a double-edged sword. Me being sociable is a good thing, but also the exact same time, I'm so worried about Am I saying the right thing? Am I looking the right way? Is something wrong with me? Like, am I enough to be friends with this person? Am I enough to be in a relationship with this person? Am I enough to be business partners with this person? And 2020, if anything, has taught me how to let go, especially when 2021 has started and I was just looking about what I had accomplished and you would think that it would be like tiny little things like i got through my junior year i didn't have to take the sat um but mostly i was thinking i legit made it another year of life because it's actually around the anniversary of the time where i almost committed suicide and i nobody knows about this except a group of people who i've told where i actually contemplated those thoughts and it was around this time it makes about four years now when I could have not been on this earth because I felt like that as a boy, as a black man, as a queer man, that 
I was not desirable. I wasn't worthy for relationships. I never was going to find love. And I had those thoughts because mostly because it goes back to childhood and constantly hearing things from people about what a man should be and how a man should truly act. And I didn't fit in those like categories because obviously, you know, um, and that also really comes from like my humor. That's where I think my humor comes from because thinking about what I actually went through makes me want to cry and making it into a joke helps me. And I feel like that helps a lot of people who go through traumatic events and that's how they cope. With me specifically, I went through years of torment from parents, from family members, from even some friends because of just who I was. And it was too much to the point where when I recognized that it was too much, I calmed myself down where I didn't feel like myself. I, it was more of like a out of body experience to where I was just making actions based on what other people thought was normal. And I also feel like there is really no definition of normal because everybody's life is different. It's specific to them. It's made for them. And how can you tell me what I'm doing is normal for somebody else or what they're doing is normal for me? So it took me a long time to understand that, but I'm thankful that it wasn't longer than what it needed to be because by the time that I expressed those same emotions and feelings, I feel like they would get overlooked, especially when I would tell people that I have body dysmorphia. like. Just looking at me, people would be like, oh my god, you're crazy. Like, how could you have body dysmorphia? It was mostly just of the fact of just me feeling like I needed to do more. Like, I'm always thinking about what can be better about myself, my body, my image overall. Yeah, and I feel like as people and as a society, we need to be able to talk about our emotions without being judged because I felt like every time that I would talk about my emotions or how I felt, it would be brushed off because I was so young. Mind you, I was maybe 12 or 13 when I was forced to come out and all they thought was like a phase like I don't know anything I'm too young to be me thinking about like sexuality or who I was and I have a lot of growth to go through and stuff like that so it made me go secrete not secrete but it made me internalize my emotions and it made it cause resentment towards my parents my friends and just anger and rage i feel like rage honestly is either two things it's either passionate rage or it's destructive rage and i felt like i've balanced the scale with both of them and bounced back between the two but for the most part for years i was only about destructive rage i would go times of just saying the most meanest things to people for no reason because i thought it was funny and I didn't know how to express my pain, so I would push it onto others. And I know that sounds terrible, but that's really just mental health. You go through a process of being ignorant and immature and having to learn what's right and what's wrong. Because mental health back then when I was younger was never talked about. Anything I feel like in the black community is shamed about at least my family to talk about mental health or how truly people feel because they would just wait until the last moment and just blow up. So for the most part in 2020, um, I had so much stress going on 
on top of being a queer man and a, and a black man and society. I was a perfectionist, a overthinker, and I had high school and college to do 24 seven, eight hours a day during the day and hours on hours of night of studying just to make sure that I could basically escape if I'm being completely honest. I always thought that, especially when I was younger, when I didn't really feel accepted as much, I would think of college as something that was an escape route. So I did everything I needed to do to make myself this person that people could fall in love with so I could get to that goal of truly being happy. I still don't feel like I've gotten to that goal of truly being happy because I still have those insecurities of just doing too much, not being enough, even going to barber shops, I still have that insecurity that I'm too feminine or I'm gonna get clocked for being gay. And I feel like most gay men have this thing, at least black men have this thing where we use a barbershop voice so we don't have to make other people feel uncomfortable. We're always thinking about other people's feelings and other people's things and it's just too much. And I feel as a society, we need to change that, but I don't feel like that's gonna happen right now. And that sucks, but it's just the reality of the world we live in today, especially in 2020 with so much going on. You would think that me staying at home and resonating on those thoughts and all my emotions would help me during this pandemic. But if anything, it's made me feel worse about some of my attributes or the stuff that I've done or even just tiny little things like building this like setup or building um like companies building relationships with others it made me feel like that i needed to do more and if 2020 has taught us anything is that isolation and depression is real and it's something that needs to be brought about more things only really changed when i started to not care but also that made it worse but it actually helped me by just thinking about myself and secluding myself to the point where i wasn't entirely by myself i still was able to express myself to others who i made relationships with and i would just take like a day out of the week just to write down like all my emotions and everything that i had planned out for the week and so I could still have that perfectionist aspect, but I would still helping myself. Like I keep like, I probably have like three journals filled up, but like I keep stuff going constantly over and over and over again. So I don't have time to resonate with those emotions, which is probably terrible, but it's my process right now. I still have years and years of growing, but for the most part, it's helping me being able to express myself at least not verbally, but writing. I guess you can say and yeah I just really wanted to just come on here and tell my truth before you what guys watch the rest of this video because just even looking at it it makes me feel like it wasn't enough the common theme of mental health in 2020 not being enough but I hope you enjoy the rest of this video. Um, I'm going to talk about a bunch of different other issues. So if you liked this portion, thank you for watching. The rest of the video is mostly going to be about everything that felt like what was going on with the world and how that process went about. And yeah, so I hope you enjoy the rest of the video. I love you, queens, and I can't wait to do even more.
fuck. It just seemed like the world was going through like this domino effect of shock when we realized that shit was actually getting real and it wasn't hot girl summer wasn't happening and lives were truly being lost. The entire world just shut down, churches, schools, cities were just empty and when I worked at the airport it just seemed like a literal ghost town. It seemed almost like I was like in the twilight zone or something. That isn't really the crazy part, to be honest with you. The crazy part is seeing people go from concern and understanding and mindful of the virus to just plainly not giving a fuck. Ragers were happening, parties left and right, like they were getting shut down. And I was just so much misinformation was getting out there. And it was just something that was truly dangerous because people were saying, how is this virus so dangerous if we can go to restaurants and take our mask off? Does it just magically disappear? And honestly, hearing people say that, it truly made me question the virus itself because seeing this happen so quickly made me feel like a person that was just watching a car crash. Like, you know the car is about to hit another one, but you just can't do anything about it. And I just couldn't wrap my head around why people would risk their livelihood to for a two-hour party that they're going to post in their Snapchat or their stories. They might get a couple likes or a comment that says, per but i just could not understand but i realized as humans that we are fearful creatures and when we're when we fear something we start to deny its existence like a mother when i was forced to come out basically well kind of outed but that's like a whole different other story she was so scared that it was true because she didn't want the amount of pain and suffering that i would have to go through when if i would endure that lifestyle so she didn't want her child to have to go through that, wouldn't any mother. So she just basically didn't claim it. Majority of the time, she just kept it to herself. But towards the end of 2020, everything was really weird. And I'm starting to also realize that as humans, we're narrative creatures. We need a beginning, middle, and end to certain situations that are shocking or traumatizing to us. And we plan out how we're gonna to react to that in a sense of like the first stages of us being shocked and scared to the middle stages of us just being scared but not fearful because we start to understand our fear. And we just start to plan out at the end where, yes, we did this, we're scared, but it makes us a better person and we understand it. The problem here is that we go through the beginning stages and the middle stages, but we don't, we skip over the middle to where we really need to resonate those feelings and just understand them especially when george floyd had rest his soul had passed away um people were just tired of staying behind closed doors only to wait for a better tomorrow they wanted real change now because without it in their eyes there would never be a happy ending for everybody there would be no better tomorrow to look forward to so they started to protest breaking windows breaking every building and I feel like they honestly did this because they were entering this new stage of fear, which was the fear of the world's never going to change. And that's when, as a society, we enter into a new stage of fear, which is rage. And with that rage, like, it's, yes, yeah, like, yeah, we're doing everything we need to do. Like, fuck the patriarchy. We're being activists and we're doing all these different things. But after that, what do you have? There's still people's lives being lost. There's still people who aren't on this earth anymore. So what does all that pain and suffering really teach us is a question of 2020 and 2021 and years on about how has 2020 
really changed us as individuals. It has caused more hurt with everybody, but how does it truly change us in a positive aspect? Yes, it's opened people's eyes, but it's also closed many hearts when you really think about it. Especially when it comes to cancel culture. I have so many different views. I'm probably gonna do a podcast about cancel culture, but I think honestly that cancel culture is the most dumbest thing in the world rather than I wouldn't even like call it it somebody being canceled I'd rather just like leave instead of saying the party is over why don't people just like come to the party or not come to the party but like just something that can really educate people because like our brains don't even develop until we're in like our late 20s like people who are our ages and I'm speaking of like tiktokers and all the different type of scandals that pop up on your daily twitter um, people like make mistakes like we're all humans just because somebody's like a influencer I hate the word influencer but when somebody is like a cr- content creator yes you they know that they have a platform and people watching them but at the exact same time everybody makes mistakes yes we can be mad at them in the moment but at the end of the day let people redeem themselves and come back you get what I mean at some so point, with that being said I just want to leave you guys here because I don't want to take up too much of your time and I can't wait to do more podcasts like this because I just wanted to be able to give voices to people even if it's just one person watching this video right now as long as you've taken something from this a new piece of information a new view on life that's all I really care about at the end of the day so please do subscribe of course and like and hit the notification button so you can be notified when my videos post but also just love yourself and take every moment in the blessing and try not to worry about the future so much because the present right now even though it's terrible it's still amazing in its own attributes everything has a balance when it comes to things like just go for that journey that you've always thought about but were too scared to do take that ride down a bike on a hill if you really want to but you're scared to like just do something different because you never know when you won't have time to do it or you never know how things might change when you do do it so yeah just just do it basically and thank you guys so much for watching it's actually it's very therapeutic and it helped me so yeah hope you guys enjoy and bye